Ramble. When that black bear came up to my brother and I's camp, we were both frozen to death. We were terrified. This team, it's a family. Like even at Defy, we're like, it's a family, but like this is a family. Back in the Sacramento days, our neighbor almost got in a fist fight with our director. Shane, you go on runs. Yeah, and see, now that I have a mustache, uh, if, I across, <laughs> if I come across a serial killer, they'll be like, oh, you're one of us, right? And I'll be like, oh, no, no, no. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another smash cast in our sa- in the safety of our own <laughs> domiciles. That's right. Domiciles. We are extra docile in these podcasts. So we have to we have to just right right off the bat, we need to talk about Shane's Luke. Um, so for those that are listening and they're not watching the video, which you can watch <laughs> on youtube.com slash smoshcast, I believe that's the thing. Uh, uh, Shane looks like somebody combined Gus Johnson and Henry Cavill. Whoa, uh, a CG uh, Henry oh, Cavill. I, 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 I see what I feel like I look like and what I've gotten the most references to is Gus Johnson and Nicolas Cage from Raising Arizona. Oh, dang, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. dude. Uh, the mustache, definitely, there's something to it, man, because as soon as I shaved off the rest of my facial hair and just left this, I felt different. Um, I feel... <laughs> I feel simply more powerful. Uh, I feel like there's an aura around me that I, I just, I, I'm immediately less concerned with most things. You know, I can wear whatever I want now. I, 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 there's really not much stopping me from just walking out in a t-shirt and underwear. There's just a freedom there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm wear just, swim I'm trunks allergic to all over the place. Narcissism. Yeah, you know, it's not me. I don't believe in myself. I just believe in the mustache. <laughs> Yeah. The mustache it, is my god. Uh, it, it's actually my <laughs> new. It's you know how everyone has a, a center. They're either head centered, uh, chest centered, or uh, hip centered. I am now mustache centered. You lead with your mustache when you walk. I lead with my mustache when I walk. How long do you think you're gonna keep the stash? Uh, well, I have to keep it uh, for at least a week because we're shooting the second part of uh, Gosh Darn Fucking News next nice. week. Nice. Oh my and gosh. I have to. I. I, so, you know, cause we shoot, gosh darn fucking news, we shoot in different parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we shoot a bunch of the sketchy type stuff at first and then we wait so that we are, we're up on the news and then we shoot all of that the day before it comes out. So we shot a bunch of it already. So I need to keep the mustache for continuity. <laughs> Love that, dude. That was, was my excuse. That was my excuse to lock it in. Yeah, gosh darn fucking news. If you guys haven't seen the first episode, go watch it. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's super silly. It's on the main channel. And uh, we decided that, hey, yeah, I mean, you guys seem to like it at home, so let's make some more. So we're we're coming out with the second gosh darn fucking news, or if you got to say it around your parents or, you know, Christian friends, you could just say GDFN. It's the spiciest news show on YouTube. Um, we're talking about everything. This uh, news show has everything. That's right. That's right. Except for the news. We don't really cover the news. We just... But there's news in there. There's, there's, there's some, a little there's, bit of news. Yeah, there's some, some good news, you know. Yeah. Good news, bad news, bad news bears. We, we probably won't sell our new show to CBS Viacom. We got some uh, good characters in there. It's going to be a place to try new characters out. Oh, my God. I have a new character, guys. Okay. But first, I just really want to uh, get back to the mustache thing. I think it's really, I think it's really cool. This whole at first it was quarantine beard, and now it's quarantine stash. So Ian, you're next. Bring the stash, por favor. 
I'm working on my quarantine bowl. As I you can know, see, I'm whoa, so happy. my my I'm, bowl haircut. Look, is, it's whipping uh, to the much left back. and everything. Oh, oh it, it has a complete memory of, <laughs> of what it used to be. My hair knew exactly, like once it got to a certain length, it's like, oh, we back to the bowl. Oh, we back to the bowl. It's in your DNA. It honestly is. Amazing. It's very strange and I I don't particularly like it, but I don't really have a choice. So I've My I've house just is been, a cage, dude. I, I mean, do you care to elaborate? On I mean, that? not really. Not but. anymore. No, I'm totally. I'm guys. Sorry, I don't lay on the sarcasm thick enough. But uh, my sister actually saged my place yesterday. Mm, no more ghosts. I was a little scared of just like you know. I'm. I don't. I'm not convinced there's ghosts in this apartment. But if there was, wouldn't it be nice to clean them up and get rid of them? And also <laughs> like. I've never really done like any saging or anything like that before. Like I'm like sure. Like I believe in in positive energy. Yeah. Shane, I saw that little snicker. I was laughing at the idea of your guardian angel getting burned up when you're burning the sage. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I'm here to protect you. <laughs> yeah, oh. they never they never say that. There are there could be good spirits in your house that you're burning away. I think yeah, so, man. but it was also it's also like this place like. Since the work-life separation isn't really a thing anymore and sometimes it can be stressful and like I'm here all the time. I I used to, when I wasn't home as much, I used to come home and be like, my place is so awesome. I love my home. But like since I'm here all the time, I'm like, it's here, I'm whatever. I'm sick of it, everything. So I asked my sister to come and bring some sage and she did a whole cleansing. And I honestly, I feel a difference. I know it's kind of dumb to some people, but... I don't know if it's like the herb just gives a positive smell or like or if there's genuinely like an energy change, but I feel good. And I I rearranged my bedroom yesterday or two days ago completely. Oh, yeah. That feels really good, too. Like change like that is so good. Did you put your bed in the corner like I told you to? No. I don't have my bed in the corner, but I there was a moment in my life when I had my bed in the corner. Yeah. I did that at my old place. There's a certain comfort and security to being able to just kind of like crumple into the corner of a bedroom. Yeah, at my old place, I had my my bed against the wall. And it, it feels safe because like in a way you're like less vulnerable because you're like in a corner. I just like flipped everything around and my decorations look really good. I'm excited. Putting your bed in the middle of the bedroom is king shit. It is royal as fuck. Space yeah. on all sides. Just put your bed in the middle of the room. Literally. Like not even like, <laughs> just. <laughs> Dude, that's some that's some unrealized king shit right and there. And if you get a circular mattress. You ever seen somebody with a bathtub in the middle of their bathroom? Oh, I've seen them. We we have filmed in houses that have those those tubs. That's some that's some upper level king shit right there. Yeah. yeah. Talk about having a bathtub in the middle. Mm-hmm. Or when like the water comes from the freaking ceiling? Have you ever seen that shit? Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Like literally the the water comes in from like uh, it drops dra- from like drain a like from a the ceiling. Yeah. It's the funny thing is that so I went to I I know somebody that has one of those and he he lives <clears> in like this like ultra modern like house. Mm. And and I saw his I saw his his bathtub and I was like, "Oh shit, you got the thing with the water comes from the ceiling? That's tight." And he's like, "Yeah, actually uh I never use it because the water comes down and it's coming from such a height that it splashes everywhere. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that is pretty dumb. You would have yeah. thought that with, you know, if you're going to have something that money, just that uh, you would have prepared for 
What's the? Like it's not that. asshole design. It's crappy design. Oh, I'm not. I'm not aware. But yeah, crappy design that. is if it's accidentally accident, sucks, yeah. and asshole design is when it's on purpose to screw over the consumer. <laughs> yeah, those I are some that. Reddit pages that are pretty good. Oh man, I would love that. I just need water pressure. You know, I want my head to just feel like it's getting whacked with water. Yeah. <laughs> I want Poseidon to put on the boxing gloves and just to go to town. Bitch slap you. Yeah. I like, I like the pressure. You guys so quiet today. Making making Courtney uncomfortable with silences is. Oh, I'm down for silence, but I just know thing. we got a pod to cast. So. What if we just did a podcast that was an hour and a half of pure silence? Just breathing. Yeah, just heavy breathing. Guys, I I think I'm officially the worst tenant at my apartment building. Gee, I wonder why it couldn't be all the screaming for videos. Yeah, I gotta like ask. I gotta beg the writers like Monica and Kurt and, and Cole and Ryan to. Please stop writing loud dialogue for me. I can't be screaming, calling someone a sociopath who needs professional help, <laughs> like in my apartment because the the quarantine sweet sixteen. I don't know when that video comes out yet. But have you had any? Have you gotten any complaints? Not yet. But the other day, I got it was it was the day or a day or two after I had to do this really long screaming monologue. <laughs> And I had a letter in my mailbox that was like from the company where I send my rent to. And I was like, oh God, is this like the landlord leaving a note? I'm so scared. And I took it, I was like, oh God, what do I do? Do I like text him and apologize after I read the letter? Like, and I open it and it was just like a how to deal with COVID-19 flyer. And I was like, God, okay. But like, even even the neighbor that I like joke about like, ha she's so loud. She yells on her phone and stuff like, I'm I'm worse than her now. But I'm, you but you haven't had anyone like bang on your wall or on like no like, no yeah. people are more passive than that. I feel like people aren't super aggressive, especially no, in this, this complex. Everyone's like, usually, really nice and usually if people are like truly bothered, they'll they'll give you the old yeah. pound on the wall. Yeah, uh, like I was rearranging my room the other day, and I was like moving heavy furniture and like dropping stuff. Like I'm <laughs> the I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I'm pretty sure you're not. You're just very considerate. You got a job to do, okay? You know, sometimes you gotta make some noise. Have you, you guys ever understand that? Have you guys ever lived in a place that had like the worst neighbors? Ooh. Well, I mean, our neighbor back back in the Sacramento days, our neighbor almost got in a fist fight with our director. Which neighbor? The scary ones across the street? The scary one that that lived next to us. Oh. We were doing like an audition thing where we had to curse a lot outside. And it's like, we didn't write that. We were just doing an audition. And he like came out and he literally said, stop fucking cursing. Whoa. He's like, this is a nice neighborhood. (laughs) You guys better fucking stop cursing out there. It's like, how did a fight almost happen? This is a fucking neighborhood of God. (laughs) He's like, this is a nice fucking neighborhood. And it's like, bro, (laughs) your two neighbors are us and the highway. Yeah, yeah. It's not the best neighborhood. It's not a nice, quiet neighborhood. There's literally a thousand semi trucks that drive by the house. Do you think he was just like building day. up frustration from like months and months of hearing you guys being loud and filming all the time? And it was like this was the final straw. Or I think it was like our our roommate threw parties at our house mm. semi regularly. Oh, uh, you were the party house. The party house, but. Since he wore a suit for his job, I think the neighbor assumed that we were the we were the people always throwing parties and fucking around. And I think he was just going through some personal stuff. I think I think really like a lot of neighborly anger comes out 
at people, not because of the neighbors causing the problems yeah, necessarily, but the true. problems that are happening internally. That makes sense. Yeah, because I think he got better, and then and then when we moved out of the house, but we were still shooting there, all of a sudden he got like way nicer, way nicer to us. He was like, he's like, oh, do you need me to move my cars? Because he would always park his cars like on the street. He got like super nice, uh, but he good. did he did actually get in, into a fist fight with our landlord. <gasps> That's awesome. Yeah, our that's metal. So he just like really wanted to fight, huh? He was just like looking for a fight. He just was was like, I just really want to test my strength. Like, I want to see if I really can land a few. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I I think he was just going through some shit. I know. Back then, we were really annoyed with him, but but now I can look back and be like, okay, he was probably just going through some stuff. That's usually the case. Shane, have you ever had like wild neighbors other than the ghosts in your apartments? Do you have ghosts in your apartments? <sighs> no, I did. No, just right, I, 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 had, I had weird, weird stuff. They're on other episodes of, of things. Yeah, uh, that was forever ago. Um, here, I've definitely heard people yelling like like a dog was barking a couple of weeks ago and someone was like, shut your fucking dog up. Like, oh, uh, come on. And then uh, oh I did God. hear my landlord get in a fight with some guy and the <gasps> guy like called her a fucking bitch and <gasps> all this stuff. People can oh get my God. mean here. That's man. that's at your current place, like that's during at my current place. Recently, um, yeah, I'll just sometimes hear it, uh, and I'll just quarantine, like, oh, man. Like, Tensions are running high. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen too often. Overall, I I, I have only once uh, when I first moved in. Um, I was putting up frames, and it was it was like later in the night. It was like nine thirty ten. So I get it, and my landlord knocked on our door and was just like it's really loud that was all but i think that's because it's like hammering against a wall you really goes to the next wall whereas mm-hmm. if you're just like being loud it doesn't mm-hmm. always make it through the walls i don't know <laughs> i hope not yeah. yeah i've like i've like gone out into my courtyard and seen a couple tenants there and being like hey sorry about earlier like my job requires me to do that and they're like i don't fucking care but it's like yeah. two neighbors that don't live directly next to me or below me Everyone, mm. everyone in my complex is really chill. They all seem like to hang out and talk. And like, there's a young mom who lives below me. And she like gave me banana bread one time that had chocolate chips in it. Oh, shoot. They're really sweet. And she has like a dog that I might when things like when it's not like super like, oh, I don't know if it's okay to pet dogs right now. Like maybe I can offer to take care of her dog sometimes for her. Take it on walks when she's too busy. You just want a fur baby. I literally have not touched a dog since I can't even remember since before Australia, like it's been months. I'm telling you, man, just come through. I'll put my doggy out front. You could drive by, pet my dog. She's she's relatively clean right now. I, I gave her. You a did bath. give her a bath. I saw. Good job. She lost like thirty pounds in in fur. Do you ever? Br- you should get like those brushes that you get to like comb out the fur. It's so satisfying. That's what I. Yeah, that's what I did. Those like little she metal had- combs. Mm hmm. Nice. And it's got like little buttons, so you like, you, you know, brush, and then you. Anyway, we're talking about dog fur. It's not important. So, Bort, you've been through you've been through a a year of of uh, trials and tribulations that you've kind of. I mean, you've, you know, we've we've talked about it a little bit mm-hmm. privately, but we've you know, out of respect for, out of respect for you, we've just kind of kept it out of out of uh the internet's view um but you've been you've been dealing with some like health stuff you're now in a better place yeah you feel comfortable talking about that now Mm -hmm. it's crazy because during all this wild 
insane pandemic stuff. Some people found an episode of Why We're Bad, like me and Shane's show, uh, where I'm like, guys, 2020, I'm going to focus on health. It's going to be really important. And like everyone's like, she knew what was going to happen. Um, and I didn't, I, at that point, I wasn't ready to talk about what I was actually meaning because I wasn't entirely like out of the woods yet. But as of recently, through all of this craziness, I was somehow able to get to the doctor and like really be officially told like I'm good. Yeah, it's been almost a year. I think in September-ish was when I found out that I, I had cancerous cells in my body and it was severe. And I was so, so floored at that like, Dude, that changed me for months. Like you, you guys right. saw me go through it. Shane was like right next to me as I was like figuring stuff out in the the office. Like mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. during a work day. Actually, I almost wish Monica was here because I had gotten my checkup and Monica and I had gotten lunch and we were driving back and I was like, oh, phone call. I'm sure it's it's gonna be fine. And I answered on speaker and my doctor's like, hi, um, oh. we got some test results back. And it was like, oh, and Monica was like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I it was it was really scary. I'm I mean like And this is this is lady business stuff, right? This was yeah, so I had uh they were they were concerned that I was gonna have cervical cancer. They found um, precancerous cells in your uh, cervix? Uh yes, and it was severe. It was like I forget if it's T three what they call it, or like C three or something like that, but it was really frustrating because she would use like severe and like where the doctor would use those words, but then she'd be like, But like no rush if you wanna like come in and we can figure I'm like, I'm we need to figure this out now. I was like, there's no yeah. way I'm just sitting on this even though i had to ended up having to like just sit and deal with it for months because i wanted to get another opinion from another doctor and it was a really good doctor but i had to wait like two months for my appointment so it was just like two yeah. months of like no and it's just and it's just this. so scary because like you it's not something that you can that you can see it's no. not like a it's not like a wart on your hand where you can like look at it and be like oh this is known. this isn't too bad it's like you're you're just kind of left with this constant shadow of something that you have no idea if it's so bad exactly that's why yeah. it's so or important it's to worse. get your your regular checkups because if i just wasn't if i wasn't going to that doctor i would never have known and who knows who knows what could have happened because i ended up that second doctor who was like a little bit better bedside manner and a better communication with what i was dealing with and he made me feel a little bit better about the situation agreed like yes this is something that you should get surgery for and like get this this thing removed um because it was like yeah it was just like oh god it was such a and i also like i was having a i was dealing with a phobia of like medical exams like just like for some reason it was just felt super invasive and i was having panic attacks just like thinking about it well um, it is super invasive <laughs> yeah like, it's awful i mean there's there's you know even the, even during there's like, no shame in that even during like preparing for the surgery, which was my first surgery in my life, like I never had anything done before. Like even just sitting there with like the tube in my arm. Ugh, God, I hate yeah, the idea like, of things that aren't I my body that. in my body, yeah. you know? I <laughs> like, totally, I totally agree. Like it's, I've had, I've had the IV, I think I've only had one or two, but it's, it's, it's so gross. And, <laughs> and I think the problem is I think about like the internal, like the, the needle being inside me. Like, yeah, why? Like what and if it breaks just, off or something? And it's just, and it's just there. Exactly. I think like, what if, what if, what if I jerk my arm and it, and it rips <gasps> out? And, like, and it's no, so funny. Bro. Cause like, cause like, uh, 
you know, I was with Pam for a long time. She's been through a million medical things. Yeah. And she's, she's just like no big she's no biggie dude. about it. She's just like, so what? She's it's got the golden like, giant belt of medical like <laughs> Yeah. So it was so funny because I'm such a freaking weenie about that stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, it, I, I don't think there's any shame in, in like being afraid of a procedure. Like, that. yeah, I think I think most people are. But know, I was afraid like, to go through something like that. I knew when I was first figuring out that these this this these cancer cells were like in my body. I was like, crap, I'm going to have to go through multiple like exams and figuring out what this is and like this phobia. It was getting to the point where like I'd be in the office and crying and like my heart, like my entire body shaking because I was so afraid of the exam. Just it felt like so invasive, even though like it really isn't like so, in a lot of ways, it's just not. So I decided to go to the hypnotherapist like because we had um, Andrew and Cole on from Podcast But Outside and, oh, and Andrew yeah. talked about his his hypnotherapist who helped him with his fear of flying. So I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know how else to like get over this fear. So I ended up asking him for the info and I went and it was such an like a bizarre experience. And I really felt like, oh, this is working. Like, and I would listen to this tape every night, like to try and get rid of this fear. And like, it didn't work. Like I went to that second doctor and I had the worst physical like reaction Uh. to being like checked out. Yeah. By far, my my entire body, like it made it difficult for him to check things out because my body was just like not allowing anything to happen. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a trauma. Yeah. You know? And it, it's not like I, I have I have like, listen, I've, I've experienced scary things in my life, but like nothing severely traumatic to like mess me up like that. I'm very fortunate to not have experienced anything, but I, it's like my brain, man. Like sometimes my head just like will be in a spiral of thoughts and like I will just get myself into like a fear. Like I'm, I ended up like getting into CBD to help me calm down before appointments, mm-hmm. which I now I totally trust because like lately, like I had did it before going to the doctor to make sure I was all good. I, it just makes me feel calm and I'm severely more relaxed and I'm not like crying or anything. But yeah, I had to have that surgery and like that that was around the time when we were like filming the the fears shoots like with Olivia oh. and Shane and I was originally supposed yeah. to have one because I have that weird fear of like my belly button being reopened. Uh-huh. And yep. we were like, yeah, we'll, we'll do a video where we, we make you look like we're opening up your belly button. And I was like, "Oh, okay." But then like I realized the set was a hospital bed. And and I was like, oh no, like thinking like, ah, maybe I can push through it and like still do a good video. But like driving to the shoot, I was like, started crying and I was breathing heavily. Like I couldn't calm down. And I was like texting Matt Rob. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. And like, I had to like go to therapy that day. I like literally was like, not okay. Um, so yeah, we and like we, we also did video. We weren't familiar with the, the sort of, uh, the phobia with what was going on in your life in regards to mm-hmm. like you being afraid of like medical because yeah. that's because we obviously we don't want to trigger people's like you know traumas that are associated yeah. with something like mm-hmm. that traumatic like Shane finds dolls very scary and creepy but I don't think a doll has ever it's not a phobia. threatened threatened it's his a, life yeah, yeah it's not a phobia. <laughs> so yeah i mean if if we knew about that we, i wouldn't i wouldn't put you in that situation 
I mean, yeah. did, did, we I, go well, little, did we go a little? Did we go a little far with Olivia? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the problem the problem is we we psychologically speaking we went about treating a phobia the worst way. Uh, <laughs> we actually probably made her phobia worse, and she later yeah. said that confirmed. Uh, um, you, you're supposed to like slowly introduce inter- integrate to, it. Yeah. yeah, integrate it. So we just instead threw a bucket of butterflies in her face. Yeah, we did. Uh, which caused a very visceral reaction yeah. from Olivia. And I um, also, like, we, I'm sure, like, she didn't want to do it maybe in the beginning of the day, but, like, we have this thing where we're like, I can do it. Like, no, I don't want to say no to this thing that you guys believe that I could do well. Like, and yeah. you guys well, are there's doing also the this feeling, video. There's also the feeling that you're you're not doing your job. Yeah. If you refuse. Like, God, I'm too scared to flip burgers today. I can't. I gotta go home. Like, Right, right. It yeah, doesn't feel I mean, good. Yeah, in in Olivia's case, we we leaned a little too far into the entertainment value and and less into because like with with yours, Shane, it's like it's like we were creating something kind of silly, and we were able to go overboard because we figured dolls make you uncomfortable, but they don't probably don't make you break down. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew Olivia was afraid of butterflies, but we yeah, I think I think we might have gone a little overboard with. You know, building a giant six foot tall butterfly poster, enclosing a room where there's a bunch of live butterflies flying around. It I still a haven't bit, seen the video. I can't. It seemed a little bit more what we should have been going for when we, when we, when we all went in there with her, and you know, sort of had her open up a box and kind of see like one butterfly. Like, look at this, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, it's very nice, yeah. and it's and yeah. it's just a nice little bug. And it's mm-hmm. gonna fly away, and it's not gonna harm you. That's probably yeah. the the direction we should have gone in. With yeah. Courtney, we knew she was belly buttons make her uncomfortable. <laughs> so the plan was gonna be take this this like um, telescopic camera and put it into her belly button to show her like <laughs> in her belly button. And then what we were gonna do is then switch the video feed to like something that would make it look like it was opening up. <laughs> And and luckily, like Matt Rob was cool, and they wanted me to feel comfortable. Like they really were doing everything that they could to like make sure I was gonna feel okay. Like they told me that that was gonna happen. Like leading up closer to it, because like the more af- the closer we got, the more afraid I got. Because like I literally in the beginning I was like, oh, I'll be fine. It's literally fine. But I, you don't really realize it until you're like almost in it. You know when it like hits you, like oh, this is really happening. Um, and like speaking of that feeling, like. When I was first told, uh, like, it's crazy because they were like, hey, we got some results. We just would like you to come in and talk about them. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And like, I was like, no, like, tell me now. And like, finally, they 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 let me know what they found. It is such a an earth shaking feeling of like, this can happen to me. Like growing up, like I always, whenever my family got sick, we never went to the doctor. We like, we were like, I always felt like my family had good, strong genes where like we could always like overcome any, anything like, uh, like we don't have like a history of like cancer really. Um, I mean a little bit like, like breast cancer stuff on my dad's side, but like, I just like never thought anything like that would ever happen to me. Like I never thought that would be the thing. It was severely existential, but like I was so lucky cause like people like Shane and like Olivia were checking on me and like Damien was there for me as well. Like, 
Olivia was the first person I called because you know how we joke about like you have HPV on, on like try not to laugh and stuff like that <laughs> because like she she joked about like she went through that kind of stuff um, in a different way 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 back and so like I, I called her and I was just dude I was crying so much that day I was like because mythical has like this little patio that people like to work on and I was just like sitting out there dealing with it and then months later i had my surgery and like that was so weird surgery is weird they like put you in a gown in a chair and then they put like a tube blowing warm air into your gown so you're nice and warm in your gown in your chair the doctor she comes in she's like hey how you doing all right it'll be like 45 minutes get in there get out <laughs> like um and they oh it's so weird you get on a bed and they're just like they wheel you in and i literally felt like i was in fallout 4 when you enter a room and a scene is starting not a cut scene but like like everything is clearly staged because like the double doors open and this man turns around and then there's this crazy big bed with like lights and things hanging down. And like, he's like, oh, hello. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I remember going to sleep and then I woke up an hour later and like, I couldn't stop. My eyes were just watering. I couldn't stop crying for some reason. They're like, oh, that's normal in young patients from the anesthesia, whatever. They didn't send me home with like any pain medication or anything. Cause I, I don't, I'm like, ter my whole family, like we're weird about like, the the oxycodones or the the percocets or norcos any of that like my dad even after his knee it's, surgery was like oh just just strong ibuprofen is fine i don't like anything like that um but when i got home i like couldn't even move my ab my lower abdomen was in so much pain um like yeah. we got we got like a heating pack we, i was taking advil and i was just oh my god it was i i'd never felt and ladies, it basically felt like your worst period mm. cramp of your entire life, but it's never ending. That's what it felt like. And I finally like, I'm, I don't really smoke weed guys. Like it's a, it's not a common thing that I do, but I had, I invested in a CBD little THC pen for, for it to calm me down. I literally had gotten it right around the time that I learned about, about the cancer cells because I was like, I just like, I, my anxiety as a person is already so high that like this, this feels like it could be something to help me because I think too much. Like I can't, I can, I can try and meditate, but like my brain is just like, nope, we're still here. The problem still exists. So I had that and I, I finally like used that and the pain went away finally. Um, so I didn't have to go to the hospital or get a prescription called in or anything, but yeah, because that pain lasts for like a good week or two, right? It was a few days. Yeah, that was that was insane. And then I I wasn't allowed to work out for like two months, and that was like no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because that was keeping me <laughs> docile. Talk about docile at the beginning of this episode. That that keeps me sane, and so I couldn't. Oh man, I wasn't myself. I just wasn't myself for like four or five months, man. That was yeah. crazy. Because I think um, like what they did with like your with your issue, right, is mm -hmm. they like they essentially like wherever the cells are, they just kind of like take a cone. It out wasn't of that the area, cone right? procedure. Oh, okay. It was like they they have a new one that's like, it's, it, it takes off. It, it doesn't affect you as much because mm. uh, they basically it's like a hot like ring where it goes. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, a hot ring. It's like, you know, when they like cut like cauterize like a hot it. wire, kind of, it yeah. like was like a small, cause like, I guess it, where, where the cells were. And apparently mm -hmm. I, 
I possibly did have something that they were worried about. Like they were worried I had the cancer or the HPV or something, but like I may have killed it on my own because like apparently the, 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 the second doctor I went to who was really good and really helpful and like generally like just more caring, he's told me like homeopathic things like turmeric is really good for cervical stuff as well as like broccoli, like lightly steamed. Um, and like I was at the time I was eating hella broccoli and taking a lot of those immunity shots that have turmeric in it. Yeah, I mean, I well, with, yeah, with, H- with HPV, it's a it's a virus that your body can can basically get rid of on its own. Yeah, yeah. But when I because yeah. he he saw he saw the the spot where the the cells were, and he's like, yeah, mm. it looks like there was something, but it was gone. And he told me those those uh, ingredients that help you, and I was like, oh yeah, I actually take those. And he was like, yeah, so it's possible you you handled it, but we still have to remove. This thing, Yo, those are his But the words. cervix is crazy though, because it can just regenerate itself. Yeah, dude. It's like bodies be crazy like that. Cervix, like you, you can cervix get rid of a bunch like of a, your cervix, yeah. and it just like grows back like your fucking Wolverine. It's a magical sphincter, dude. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, huh? dude. Hell yeah, dude. My my sphincter. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> can we sell a shirt with that? My magical sphincter. But yeah, that was my first time ever having like a severe medical thing. I like, I've never broken a bone, knock on wood. I've had like stitches on my cheek and chin. Um, But yeah, that was, that was a very scary. I was like not okay, dude. I was a soft boy. I mean, like, even though, even though you, you wound up being okay and it wasn't, it wasn't as, you know, quote unquote severe as, as other people. It mm-hmm. still does put your life into a perspective and it makes you realize like, what am I doing with with my life? If if this is how much time I may or may not have. Exactly. Am I planning everything 30 years out for a future that might not even be here? Oh, that's bleak. But I mean, I definitely <laughs> puts you in, it puts you in perspective of like mortality, you know? Yeah. We and we've talked about mortality in in many ways on this podcast, but like, yeah, that it's scary because like you don't want to think about that stuff because it's like I'm just goofing around with my boys today. I don't need to worry about like what like a meteorite potentially hitting me. You don't want to think about the things that can take away the things you love. Yeah, not that I'm saying you shouldn't plan for the future. No, I know, but it's easy to forget about that stuff. And when you're yeah. when you're reminded in such a scary way, it's it changes you. It definitely changes you. But I'm I'm so lucky that I had you guys around and like the whole team was so helpful. Like I remember sending out this long email just like breaking down to the 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 senior staff of like what I was gonna be dealing with and that what I needed emotionally from them and like everyone was so nice. Like our team is just so sick. Like we have the best most supportive people that like it's just so different from what it used to be like I and I don't know how I would have gone about this at Defy like I didn't I didn't feel like safe with our team but like this team is like such a good it's like it's a family like even at Defy we're like it's a family but like this is a family this is like I don't know, like, I can't even comprehend a, a better work situation than I have. And it's like, it's because you guys are so sweet and Ian, you were so sweet. And like, I feel stupid because I never talked to Pam about it. I never talked to Pam when I was dealing with this stuff. I think it was because it was so overwhelming and I didn't, 
the more people I like talked about it with, the more real it felt. So I was like, yeah. oh, I don't, I don't like, I don't want to bring more of that energy in. I also like, cause she, cause if there's anyone to talk about it with, it's her dude, because she's been through it. Like, yeah. but her and I, we did talk recently and I think I maybe talked to her about it a little bit, but yeah. But like Ian, you were so sweet. And just like, I was just, I was definitely surprised at how, quickly everyone is like oh absolutely like you're fine do what you need to do like take your time that you need i just never expected that and i was i felt i felt very lucky and i i don't know how i would have dealt with it otherwise so yeah what a weird six months man that was crazy was it six months um the the, the, the like brunt of it the brunt of it yeah. and then i was supposed months ago i was supposed to be examined and checked out to see like what they did worked but then mm. all this crazy tour happened, Australia right. happened, and now this pandemic. So like, mm. finally, my doctor was like, "Okay, let's just get you in here." Like, I had I had to go through multiple waves of being having my temperature checked just to get in the building. But you got checked out, and you're got all clear. Got checked out, and it's it's I'm out of the woods, baby. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Thanks. And you know, like it happens to women all the time. Like a few years from now, I might like get another abnormal result. But like, I feel just generally good about it and yeah i was yeah, scared I, mean, I was scared to talk about it in any way before because i was like well what if it's like not over but i think like the most important thing to take away from this is like you know other women out there to get regular checkups if you have if you're in the u.s and you have health insurance that's the only reason i share anything is because like i want i i want people to not feel alone like i i came out on this podcast like hmm. and i do those things it's like normalize the things that people a lot of people don't see as normal like yes it's okay to to not be like physically perfect or it's okay to to be different and like i just want to normalize my differences or my experiences so that other people can feel comfortable and normal in in their their weirdness or their experiences so yeah, i that's weird. why i love this po- i'm fucking weird dude and this podcast lets me do it i go off <sighs> i'm gonna get a mustache it wouldn't show. You're too blonde. You're too blonde for. I that. don't know. After that surgery, I was like, I can handle surgery, man. I'm gonna get a surgically put on mustache. <laughs> you're That's gonna it. have like a. You're gonna have a flesh flesh beard. <laughs> mustache transplant. Cody Ko has a mustache too. Yeah, and he's does getting. He? Yeah, he apparently did a video where he has his fans roast his mustache. But I was just listening to the their Tiny Meat Gang podcast, and like, apparently Cody went surfing and like. Some dude went up to him and was like, hey, man, I've been staring at you a lot. I'm really sorry. I'm just really high right now. And, like, your mustache is, like, the perfect dad mustache, man. And I just, I'm trying to get, like, you. So just want to let you know I like what you're doing. And Cody was like, that's all I needed to hear. I'm keeping this mustache forever. Uh (laughs) I feel like there's there's been, like, a group of YouTubers that have been attempting the stash. It's a great time to mess around. Because I know Matt Watson did it. And I, I think he got roasted pretty hard. Matt Rob, just thinking of mustaches. Um, him and I have been competing lately. Um, so we both have our Apple Watches. And so like with the fitness feature, you can compete with your friends. Mm. And and for the first couple of weeks, I was winning. But he's been kicking my ass. He just beat me this week. Apparently because he's doing 100 sit-ups, 100 push-ups. He's doing the freaking one-man punch he's workout, dude. One-man punch? I like that. Or one-punch man? One pu- yeah. yeah like one-man punch. Just punch one man. Yo, I took one-man punch. That's all it takes. One-man punch. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, Matt Rob, Matt Rob, he's not telling, he's not really like telling anybody. No, he's, he's getting, he's like, he's, I want to see what his quarantine bod looks like. After talking about working out, my stomach just gurgled. It was like, your stomach's just like, ew, no. Yeah, because I had that, I had that thing I was saying, I, I wanted to be last, se- last season of Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt, but, um, I've been kind of failing on that, to be completely honest. I mean, you need steroids to do that, so. Oh, is that what he did? Uh, I think every. I mean, I'm not going to, like, make an official claim, but, like, I'm pretty sure a lot of the people who had to get Marvel bodies, like, super fast didn't do it naturally. Like, no Shane, way. Shane, you seem to have something to say about this. Yeah, you've this. been having that. Well, there's, it's that post um, from, what's his name, Mac from uh, It's Always Sunny. Oh, yeah. He yeah. made a perfect post where he's, he's because he got all buff after being fat Mac and was like, guys, it's super easy. All you need to do is have a personal trainer that you work out with three hours a day at minimum, uh, a nutritionist who uh, designs all of your meals uh, and also like all this stuff. It's whether or the, not the you fitness need, expert who did uh, Magic Mike. Yeah, whether yeah. or not you have, uh, and yes, probably a lot of them have some version of human growth hormone. It may not be literal uh, anabolic steroids, but um, uh, they have, at the very least, even if they're just working out naturally, they have a. They're spending a lot of money, or they have people spending the money to get them a team that will, uh, and and also they get to. That gets to be their job. They get to work out all day. Like it requires it requires an athlete's regimen to look like that, and no person has that time. That's true though, because like also isn't like like building that kind of mass. Like you also just have to sleep a lot as well. You have right? to eat like every two you have hours. To eat a or lot something. and sleep a lot. Yeah. Depending so, on your <laughs> um, my friend, I have a friend who was a friend of Taylor Lautner's back when New Moon was getting me yeah and he when, when he was so, told yeah he was told what was the backstory on that so he was going to get recast by the lawnmower guy in uh in desperate housewives um that was the he was he was going to get replaced um and they were like unless you gain whatever 40 pounds in the next two months or three months and so my friend w- who was in an acting class with him was like yeah he had a bag of hamburger patties or like just something that he was just eating like constantly and uh, it's 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 brutal it's so much work um yeah. and it goes away immediately too because i saw him at a premiere a couple of years later and like he slimmed down hard because like it just goes away it just goes yeah. away so fast yeah like I, I i watched this i watched this documentary about wrestlers called beyond the mat i think it was and and it was just kind of following like this obsession with with like being just gigantic and how like like way back in the day like you know bodybuilder men just kind of looked like ordinary yeah but there's been this there's been this like mm-hmm. weird because it's like this sort of like superhero culture mm-hmm. and like you know bodybuilders like Arnold Schwarzenegger have like sort of reshaped people's idea of like masculinity yeah. as far as like, as far as like the ideal male form, you know? Right. And it's, and it's like all these dudes that they're like 40 or 50 and they just have to put their entire lives into just like looking huge in the hopes that they get this job as a wrestler. And it's like, bro, like dudes yeah, like living like he's like living out of his van and working out at the Gold's gym that Arnold Schwarzenegger got 
got popular in. <laughs> and it's like, oh. um, I think I heard a thing online about Robert Pattinson refusing to work out during quarantine because he's doing Batman, right? And yeah. he was like, and I think I saw from what I read, it was like, oh, well, people in the 70s didn't look like this. Like they didn't look like a Marvel body. So he like just it was refusing to work out. I don't know if that's the same situation now. It was a little bit ago, but that was interesting. I mean, it's true. Like you look at fit people back in the day, they just look like average dudes now. Like yeah, one hundred percent. Like uh, what was like what's what's his name? Jack Lalane or whatever. He was like the yeah. first sort of like fitness guy. Like you look at him and he's like, yeah, you're like a fit like guy, but you look like you'd be crushed by pretty much every LA fitness bro that I see <laughs> at the gym. Like Dude. he was probably healthier though. He lived to be 95 and I think he was jogging five miles per day up towards like in his, into his nineties. Damn um, boy. He was in I great. Uh, Arnold, me. Arnold Schwarzenegger even said like that. Jack Lalane was one of like an inspiration to him. So yeah, like fitness, fitness health wise jack Lalane is maybe one of the healthiest people of the past century i hate Damn. running man lately i'm just like i don't want to do it it's so boring I'm it's never gonna, it's boring. never fun i'm not gonna argue with that argue there's no there's no point in our well it, boring what I, is, is I doing will, sit-ups is doing sit-ups that much more exciting i don't do sit-ups i even my core workout i follow a video because i'm that i'm that much of a weak ass that i need a, a screen to entertain me while i work out i've been um, like what i do is like because i i normally do this one route but there's far too many people on it now so i just run through my neighborhood mm-hmm. and that's and, some hills yeah it's like a hill workout too but i'm just like marveling at like all the different like architecture in mm-hmm. my in my neighborhood and like every time I run, I'll take like a, one different street or something and yeah. just like see like a new a new like interesting looking house or like, oh, they have like a very nice like garden or something. So I, I, I'm very like easily distracted as I'm sure you guys know. Uh, so running for me, I I've f- always find things to, to That's look good. at. I will say, not to, I don't mean to shut anything down because like everything you're saying is so true. Like Kevin, uh, our shredder who's running this podcast right now, uh, he took me on a run once. That was my first run run in forever because years ago I had this weirdo come at me with a chloroform cloth and like I was scared off running for years. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why you'd be scared of that. I don't know. It was just spooky. Cut to to earlier in this pod. Yeah, I've never had anything traumatic happen to me. Yeah. Uh, This one time I was nearly fucking murdered. I know. Uh, I know. But that time, like, it was so fast because, like, he ended up running right past me because he realized there was people around. So a lot of bad things could have happened to me in my life, but they just haven't. But um, so nowadays when I do run, it's either I'm. I'm, I have a dog with me or it's in a very public place or I'm with someone like Kevin. So when Kevin took me on that run for the first time forever, we ran mm-hmm. past a donut shop and you like, you smell the smells, you see the people, it feels much safer. Yeah. Whereas like nowadays, if I'm running by myself, I have to do it in a very public place. Also um, also in LA, like it's, it's so much, you know, built around transportation, like with cars mm-hmm. that, the chance to actually go out on the street as a pedestrian. It's tough. And sidewalk just hurts seems, my feet. seems so, so like different. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's uh, so to be safe, 
I usually will either go to this park where it's like a trail that lots of people are doing laps on, which like isn't safe in another way, you know? Or I'll try and like run around my neighborhood and even then I'm super nervous. Like I try and stay on super main streets, but like then I run the risk of people seeing me. Cause then the other day, I think I told Shane this, but like, I think I got recognized on a run. This, this, I remember I was running and I look up and this girl is on a bicycle and she like nods, but then she see, then there's like that secondary look like, wait, you know, when you think you're usually getting recognized. I was like, that was weird. And I'm like jogging kind of slow. And all of a sudden she comes up on my other side and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I literally said it out loud. And so she heard me curse. I had headphones in. So like, I was like, whatever. And she yeah. wrote a circle around me and like was looking at me and I was like, what the fuck? And I picked up my pace and eventually she like stopped and left me alone. But I was like, there's no yeah. way I'm stopped, especially now. Like I'm not gonna stop and talk to a person that I don't know right now. Yeah. And then like, just people are weird. Like I've, I've had a guy, I've just happened to look up and I see a dude filming me from his van as he's driving by. Like people are just Ugh. creepy, right? As a chick, it's fucking hard Ugh. to, and, and it, even scary things happen to men sometimes. Like. No one's really safe and don't mean to get spooky, but like, it's tough. There's, there's a lot of give and take with, with running. And I'm also like, I can't do the same route too many times. Cause you like, it sucks, man. It sucks. But also I'm running is you, boring. I'm surprised you run with headphones. Oh, trust me. I'm doing the periodic, like, yeah. Oh, look over the shoulder. Um, and it's usually like a podcast, so it's not like music blaring. I can't, I can't mm. really. Music is fine when I run, but it's usually Tiny Me Gang or Crystalia podcast. Like, so I like conversation. Yeah. But yeah. Do you ever find yourself laughing like on your run because mm -hmm. of whatever you're listening to and you feel like you look like a crazy person? Um, I think <laughs> I definitely like will realize I'm laughing in public and be like, oh, I wonder what people think of this. But I feel like podcasts are normal enough nowadays that I'm fine. Do you, Shane, you go on runs too? Uh, yeah, and see, now that I have a mustache, uh, if, I come across, <laughs> if I come across a serial killer, they'll be like, oh, you're one of us, right? And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And he's like, oh, no, shit. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> Yeah, I don't jog too much. Um, I should more, because it's so good for you. Oli Olivia's been running. Uh, yeah, Olivia's been Sam running a whole bunch. They're killing it. They're running miles and miles. I was a treadmill boy uh, yeah. uh, at yep. the gym, so I would do that a lot. I think my jam that I want to start doing is I, I, well, I need to because I'm going to be doing it soon, but uh, I need to start hiking more. Uh, I think I'm going to start just hiking mountains whenever I can. That's just yeah. There's yeah. There's such good um, hiking trails in Los Angeles. Like Yeah. Well, I've been this area. Of, and Malibu's great. Yeah, yeah we, we have a lot too. of different terrains because uh, you've got Malibu hiking and then you've got Angeles Forest hiking, which are very opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's just like these like weird like little like sort of like biomes within the forest, like in the river areas or like in the sort of like canyons. Gosh. Like the weather is like, it's so different. I want to go like, cliff diving, man. It's, uh, yeah, I went on, I went on this, this hike last last week it was probably the best hike i've done in los angeles like it was so cool Damn. there's a there's a huge waterfall like the one behind your head chain and uh <laughs> brandon took that picture i saw freaking there was a bear cub like i walked out of this outhouse i heard people go like oh there's a bear there's a bear i was like uh what and i like open up the door of the outhouse and there's a bear cub like what 
30 feet away from me. And it's like, and, mama? <laughs> uh, yeah. I was mama like, Milky? well, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then this was like an area where like a lot of what I'll call the basics were hmm. because, because there's a waterfall, all the sort of basics will come onto the trail with like their Starbucks cups and they're wearing like Nikes. They have boom boxes playing music Ugh. and they have like little children and stuff. And Ugh, and so this, this bear cub like comes down the hill and there's like 30, 40 people there in this little area. And they all start like crowding to see the <gasps> bear. Oh. And I'm like, yo, all no, right, no, this no, is no, a no. wild animal. And also, like the number one thing that you should know that you probably don't because you're a basic is if there's a baby bear, mama bear is nearby. And that's the one of the only times that like a black bear will be aggressive yeah, yeah. is if you're near the, the baby. So get the fuck out of here. Like, and everyone was just like standing around taking pictures. So like, I'm like, no, I'm not going to be a part of this. So I walk away. Wait, did you um, actually try and tell them to leave? No, there was oh. just like people, but, but was, then- I was you're, like, you're, it's a, it's a Papa crowd. Ian, coming in. Yeah. yeah, it was a crowd, so I wasn't gonna- No, they would've to, beat like, your ass, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them <laughs> probably could. So I was just like, no, like, let's get out of here. Like, this isn't cool. So we start walking away, and this like this like mom with her kid is walking down the trail, and I was like, I was like, heads up, there's a, there's a bear cub. And she was like, a bear cub? Where? Where? Like, she wanted to see it really bad. I'm like, lady, that's not the freaking reason the, why I told you you have a small child with you. Yeah. It's, people are just idiots, that's rough. man. It's, it bothers me a so much. A person is smart, but people are dumb, bro. I think just a lot of people just don't have the, they don't have the experience. They Maybe they mm -hmm. just didn't grow up around nature. Yeah. Or they just don't respect it. Like, it's... Like, it's not a zoo. They're yeah. not there for your entertainment. Yeah, you know, I might be a horse girl in the big city now, but I grew up uh, camping quite a lot, so that stuff I already been new, you know? And Shane, Shane's a mountain man, pretty much. Him and his brothers hike yeah. big-ass mountains every year. Yeah, I am a full believer that uh, anytime a wild animal kills someone, you know what? That's That's, <laughs> that's them. Uh, if I, I've said before, if I get killed by a bear, I'm like, you know what? Nature got a W and I, <laughs> uh, like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> there was a tweet. I saw it. God, I wish I know the account. It was like, if I get killed by, if I get killed by a bear, can someone take a photo of it standing next to my dead body? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, <laughs> you know, I had a, I had a scary thought from my encounter like late like it was like a couple nights ago i thought about it and i was like what would happen because that bear was really close to me what would happen if the mama bear chased me into the outhouse and my only option was to jump down into the shit because it was like a, it was a it was a pit toilet it's like you know giant, i've never experienced that before like where you poop into a giant chamber Oh. of just like other people's feces. I was like, would I have would I have the balls to jump into a giant like 10 foot deep pit of poopoo poo -poo and peepee? -pee? What about playing know. dead? Like isn't that is that no that's longer for, a thing? That's for that's for that's for grizzly bears. See, this black, is where we need your knowledge, Shane. Playing Damn. dead is like black playing. black bears you so it's it's you see black fight back, you see brown lie down. 
you see white good night. <laughs> that's no that's no kidding because yeah. a polar bear is yeah. just gonna kill you you need yeah. it that's why like legally in certain parts of canada you're legally required to have a rifle on you because polar bears will hunt and track and kill people yeah wow I, I was reading i was reading up a little bit about bears after that because it kind of like it made me realize that i wasn't i wasn't as prepared as i, sh- yeah. I should have been but the the basic thing is like yeah Try to like if a bear is coming towards you, you want to look it in the eyes and yell and throw and not back down. Yeah, you don't want to show submission because it could be testing you. Um, if it's not feel the waters, yeah. And they say like if it if it actually attacks you, what you want to do is lie face down and And cover your head and like yeah, cover your neck, cover your head, and try to prevent it from tossing you over. And I said, (laughs) and then it said like. If the bear doesn't stop and starts to eat you, <gasps> then you fight back. I'm like, how am I supposed to know when it starts to eat me? Isn't it like too late at that point? Um, I guess you just start feeling it. It's like, okay, this isn't just getting like, me oh, out. Oh, my leg is entirely in its mouth. Yeah. You're no longer a threat and you're a meal. <laughs> That's when it's like, fuck it. I just yeah. got to try my best. That makes but sense. They, but they were like, the one of the things was like, yeah, you want to lay there and wait <laughs> and make sure like if the bear stops attacking you, don't get up and leave just yet. Wait, maybe 30 minutes. I'm like, if, 30 you, minutes. if you were attacked by a bear, you don't think you're going to bleed out in 30 minutes? It's like, I don't if think you, I can wait 30 minutes. If, it's, if you start feeling it pouring salt and pepper and oregano on you, that's when you turn around and start. If you feel yeah, it yeah. putting a dry rub... <laughs> <laughs> and opening up a can of broth. That's in your Exactly. You hear it chopping up carrots and, and onions behind you and putting... If you Put start feeling Ita- him carrying like you to a music. frying pan, if you start hearing the Benihana chef saying, yeah, bring it over, that's when you <laughs> If you hear the bear bring out its good knives, you know, it, it's it's ready to eat. If the bear uh, makes an onion volcano on your yeah. back. <laughs> if you hear choo-choo, ding, 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 ding. Fun fact, Benihana um, was started by Steve Aoki's dad. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. If you hear him, if you hear the bear starting to crack open garlic, turn around and start punching in the dick. Nice. Um, I, I can't imagine having to fight a bear because when that black bear came up to my brother and I's camp, we were both frozen to death. We were terrified. Yeah. It was, I didn't even look, I didn't even, I didn't even want to get up and like look through the hole in the tent to see it. Cause I was just like, no, if it cause sees you could startle me, it and yeah. yeah I mean, so it probably, it, it knew we were there cause it has, a, it could smell us from a mile away. But. Yeah, but. Guys, this is important. Steve Aoki's dad did start Benihana. Did. Guys, the most important He also thing. used to be a wrestler. Guys, confirmed a wrestler. A wrestler started Benihana, and a wrestler now invented a place where they wrestle food with their knives in front of you. If Steve Aoki gives a bear the go-ahead to start chopping you up, that's when you turn around and punch Mm. him in the dick. Sorry, that's right. Continue. It's time for shoot, dude. It's time for a shoot, dude. Okay. Shoot, dude. 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 So this one, this shoot, dude, comes from David. David says, so a few years ago, I was home alone enjoying some quality adult videos on my phone. I'm guessing he's referring to like rated R movies or something. Oh, so he's watching porn. 
Okay, probably so just, Home probably Alone just watching rated, porn. Probably just like a PG-13. Probably I've never Terminator. seen that Home Alone movie before. She's watching Terminator 3 is my guess. As the, video was, appro- as the video was approaching its climax, the audio suddenly stopped working. Confused and disappointed, I turned the volume all the way up. <gasps> Mm-hmm. To my <gasps> horror, I hear my mom pulling into the garage and can <gasps> hear the sounds of my video playing through the Bluetooth in her car. It's awesome. We didn't make eye contact for the rest of the night. Shoot, oh dude. That's God. awesome. That, that is, is so a, awesome. A shoot, dude. That is a hardcore shoot, dude. I can actually, I can believe that one. Bro, I, can I, feel, I for I, sure believe that one. I've heard stories of that happening to other people before. I will say my my like sound bar sometimes. I think I think a neighbor is tries to connect to their speaker and <laughs> accidentally connects to mine because yeah. my TV will cut out and then I'll hear super quiet like Fleetwood Mac, and I'm like, what the? F-? Oh, that's probably just Shane and I listening to Fleetwood Mac. Pranking yeah, just listening lot. to rumors. No, I mean, it was like Fleetwood Mac vibes. It wasn't like actual, because if it was, I would have turned it up and been like, screw the TV, this is great. But like, yeah, it's Bluetooth speakers be wild and out. Dude, that's crazy. That so sucks, you gotta, dude. if shoot you got a shoot dude, send it to shootdude at smosh.com. That's S-H-O-O-T-D-O-O-D at smosh. Dot com. Has that ever happened to you guys? Anything like that? Porn stuff? I mean, porn incident or Bluetooth speaker incident. I well, when I first got the that that portable Bluetooth speaker from from VidCon, I tried to hide it. It, it was one of our shoots. I tried to hide it behind some people and then play fart noises through it. Where was this VidCon? No, 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 it was the speaker that we got at like VidCon. Oh. It was like this little Bluetooth speaker. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna hide it behind something <laughs> and play fart noises because I am five. Yeah, that's a, the Bluetooth speakers are just the new modern fart machine. <laughs> I feel work. like I feel like porn is not the worst thing that could have happened. I feel like an action scene in like John Wick or something. So if you're just chilling in your apartment or in your car and all of a sudden just a bunch of gunshots started going off right uh-huh. near you. Oh That'd my God, worse. that would be terrifying. Your mom's just like, oh! But I would have had the same reaction if I heard porn anyway. You just hear those sounds. You never just have fucking ghosts? Fucking ghosts. Ghosts that are just fucking? No, my ghosts are all just single and lonely. Mm. Yeah. They're like, yeah. when will my husband return from war? Also, I'm dead. Yeah. Have you guys seen a ghost story? Dude, that's Just like any ghost story or the movie ghost story? The movie, a ghost story. I don't think I have. It's, Did you uh, describe it? Uh, you just described it as a movie, <laughs> a movie, a ghost story. Uh, it, yeah, it, well, yeah, I did describe it. It is a movie. It is a weird one, man. I it's can't very do ghost like stuff. it's very like it's not no, no no it's not scary. It's very like art house. It's, it's like it's a friendly. It's ghost? Casey Affleck with a sheet over his head, standing around in a house, and it so goes like, through time. And it goes through time. Weird. That sounds cool. It's it's a. It's a weird one. Is there porn in it? Um, is there sex in it? Yeah, I'll only watch it if it's porn. There I only watch little... porn ghost stuff. Yeah, it's low on the porn porn quotient, but it's a uh, it's it's a slow movie, but it's it's worth checking out. It's it's very it's very interesting. Can't do any other ghost stuff. No, I don't like I don't like scary I don't like scary spookies. I have I never like seen that. Paranormal Activity. I can't do like I couldn't even get through 15 minutes of Haunting in Connecticut. Like 
I'm a little wussy, wuss weenie boy. What's the first paranormal activity? It was pretty fun. Second one's even better, I think. Really? Oh, you guys yeah, like those? Oh, yeah. But I did like paranormal activity. I did watch the comedy version, Scary Movie 3 and stuff. Remember when they tried to replace Anna Ferris with Ashley Tisdale and it did not track? Ooh. I I've, only, I've only seen the first one, so I don't. I saw, I remember the first ones. Scary Movie 3 was the best. Everyone knows um, that uh, Meet the Spartans is where it's at. That one was so bad. <laughs> Dude, because that whole genre it was is, bad. is so it was, rough. Yeah, because like, well, it wasn't even it wasn't even like parody. It was just referencing like, oh, there's 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 carrot top. Oh, here's there's the kicking pit. <laughs> oh, there, there's the the Taco Bell Chihuahua. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a dark time in movies. But I feel like, like it would be really it, interesting to 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 go back and watch it now because oh, now yeah. it's all this like now it's like a pop culture time capsule. Like yes, each one of those can movies, we react to those? Like, because aren't we oh. thinking about doing something like that? Like streaming yeah, streaming movies, and we're talking about doing that in the future. I can't. I don't. We think we're allowed to talk about that stuff, right? Not yet. Not yet. But anyway, I think we've said enough to tease whatever. Yeah. But. Yeah. Reacting to movies is our dream, bro. Cringy I love, movies. I would love to react to cringy movies. I want to make you guys watch Grease 2. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that whole genre. Freaking, what was the Twilight? The vampire, not another vampire teen movie or something where they made fun of Twilight. That one was so there was a There was the 40-year-old virgin who knocked up something and felt super uh, bad about know, it. I didn't even know about that one. It's, it's like the closest mainstream movies will ever be to YouTube. Like that was the most YouTube ass thing. It was parody comedy in a movie. Like so bad. There, so there, bad. But there was an audience for it. There was, there was man. I was low key that audience, but like even I was like, this is just so garbage. Like the Spartan, Meet the Spartans was so bad. Okay, so this was the name of a movie. The 41 year old virgin who knocked up Sarah Marshall and, and felt super bad about it. Yeah, all those like all those raunchy comedies, they would come out with like the DVD version that's like extra stripped naked version. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. And that was the so one that gross. I really wanted to see as a kid. I was like, what does it mean? Are there like twice as many boobies? Is there pee pee in it? Is there two pee pee's? <laughs> Is there it twice pee in it? Because like I was too scared to Google penis. So yeah. I was like, this is gonna be my chance. <laughs> you know what I just realized? I don't think I've ever seen a butthole in a movie. Sorry, let's just leave it. I'm just gonna leave you guys with that. Um, with that, uh, please rate yeah. our podcast on iTunes or any of the other podcast listening things you're listening to on. And please, and please rate Shane's mustache. We in the love you so much. For those and, who are watching. And also, if you have seen a butthole in a movie uh, that's not a porn, um, leave it in the comments below because I don't think I've ever it's seen illegal. one in a movie. It's illegal. I don't think I've ever seen one. If they could show um, a badge and they could show a pee why can't they show a butthole? Um, I think Comment, in my let's big get the hashtag. wedding. <laughs> let's get the hashtag going on Twitter. Show us the hole. <laughs> show us the hole. Just start that's, the new, that's the new campaign. Let's start Should a revolution. Should we be the first filmmakers to have a movie with... Um, Full backle, not full frontal, like full backle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
We're we're starting this. We're starting this. Okay. We we're starting a petition for a movie where Danny DeVito is standing facing away from the camera and he, and he just just spreads cheeks. Show us the Danny DeVito. Show us the hole. Show us the hole. Hashtag it. Make it happen. Love you so wow. much. We're get all the new Smosh. Get circle. all the new Smosh merch at Smosh.store. There's some real great stuff. Love you so much. Thank you, Love Shane you and Courtney. I'll Thank see you. you guys next time. Much love. Bye. Goodbye.